Well, g'day there and welcome to episode 12 of Welcome to Consciousness. And today I want to talk on the topic of letting go. And this is something that is very hard to wrap our minds around because it's beyond the mind, like all true spiritual connection, which gets integrated into our minds, our emotions, our bodies. It's actually a spiritual practice, which is beyond the mind. And if you have gone into any ancient spiritual teachings, even what a lot of the main religions are founded on, one of the key teachings is this idea of letting go. Or in other words, it might be surrender. In other terms, it's also called death. It's to die in order to be able to live. It's a death in order to experience life. And I know when I used to get taught that in Christianity, uh, it never really made sense. I tried to make some kind of logic out of it and it was really about letting go of, of like sin and sinful lifestyles and it was all about lifestyle choices and what was good and what was bad and what was right and wrong and the letting go was letting go of the, the world and the worldly desires and, and all those kind of things. And a lot of that was actually also letting go of your own emotion, letting go of your own inner knowing which connected you to your own intuition and and letting go of questioning things. And it's actually very toxic in terms of real spiritual connection and spiritual growth, which is what consciousness is. It's being spiritually awake, spiritually conscious. And there are two main areas that we need to let go in, two main things. And there's, there's, there's a lot of things tied into this, but really the first one is our ego. And the second one is the pain body. Now, the ego in this sense, and others may use it in a different context, but the ego is like the false self that's held in our minds. It's the conditioned self, the person that we believe that we are, and it's fully identified with and attached to our roles and our identities that we have, our sense of self. It's what we what we do, how we think of ourselves, how we think others think of us. It's that thinking part of us. It's the ego. And so this surrender that we experience or this letting go is beginning to let go of those things that we've always identified with and our identification and our attachment to them. So it's letting go of always needing to think. Now I'm letting go of my need to always be in my head, always overthinking everything, always overanalyzing everything, always making a logical and a rational decision and realizing that the depth of who we are is actually beyond our thinking mind. Even biological, this isn't just going beyond the brain, this is actually going deeper into our, our biology and into our brain as who we are because most of us live our lives in the analytical part of our brains, which is in the neocortex, which is the, the majority of our brain. But if you go deeper, you go into the limbic brain, which is the more emotional part of our brain. Now we're getting deeper to the core of who we are, and then you can go even deeper again into the mammalian part of our brain or the reptilian. And I, I may have confused the terms a little bit there, but there's these three layers of our actual brain. 
And if we stay only in our logical thinking, we stay in the neocortex, which is all our beliefs, it's all our thoughts, and that's where we become critical and judgmental. And if we stay there and we don't have the awareness of our consciousness, that spirit that we are, the ability for us to withdraw energy from the thinking mind and be able to have space and create a gap and be connected to the realm of presence and connected to the realm of stillness, of pure consciousness that we are a part of, then we get to go deeper into who we are. There we get to connect with life and who we are and our truth on a deeper level. There is where our true self gets activated and gets liberated That's where our true creativity can come forth, where our gifts will be activated and will shine. That's where our true purpose and passion will absolutely flourish as we go deeper into ourselves. And this requires a letting go, a letting go of who we thought that we were. This is probably one of the hardest things to do as a human being. And just to give this some context, when we talk about letting go of the ego, We're not talking about letting go of the ego entirely. Uh, The ego is a part also of who we are. It's the way that we think. There is a degree that it can become unrealistic to fully let go of the ego. So when we're talking about letting go, we're talking about letting go of layers. When we talk about an ego death, it's the death of a layer. It's letting go of a part of something that we're holding onto so tightly, so strongly, trying to hold on to that sense of self of who we are and of what we want and what we need to do and what was right and what is wrong and what's good and what's bad and what people will think, whether we will have their approval or their support or that be rejected and all that thinking that goes on to keep that in place and start to lay down layer by layer. It's becoming aware that we are a presence, that we are a consciousness, that we are a spirit beyond the mind, that spirituality is not experienced through stronger mental beliefs. It's experienced by letting go of some of those beliefs so we can sink into our body and we can sink into our spirits and we can sink into this energy field that we are that's connected to our souls, which is also connected to the larger energy field of pure consciousness of the universe of what is often called God, of source, of pure love, but has been totally misinterpreted at times when it is tried to be understood through the mind, which is essentially the ego holding on and not wanting to let go. And so in our journey of experiencing more consciousness, which is more spiritual connection, more energetic openness, then we need to be willing to bring awareness to and then also to let go of these layers of the ego. Now, a step beneath that or a deeper part that works hand in hand with the ego is our pain bodies. And this is really the past that lives in our mental, subconscious, our emotional in our body and in our physical body as well. It's the pain that lives on, the pain that we suppressed, the pain that we couldn't process, 
which has become the traumas of our past. Some of them are passed on from our parents, from previous generations. Some of them were experienced through our own individual experiences. Some of them are collective. It's like there's a degree of trauma that everybody is walking around being human at this day and age because the level of consciousness or the level of spiritual connection of humanity as a whole and in the West that most of us are experiencing is very limited. Our spiritual connection is pretty dry. It's pretty minimal. It's not very well experienced. And we've lived so many years in this collective unconsciousness in the ego, in slavery to this, to the mind and to the ego, the collective egos. And the pain body is where this gets tricky because the pain body is very strong. The pain body is those traumas that don't really want to let go, that as we start to go into them, and they get triggered or they come to the surface and can start to create that sense of trauma response in our lived experience. And it can feel like we're actually becoming less conscious or our energy is getting drained because we're actually becoming aware of these things that are deep under the surface, allowing them to come to the surface. It's almost feeling safe enough for those things that were shoved deep down that didn't have a voice that weren't allowed to be talked about that weren't safe to be talked about or to be felt to come to the surface so that they can be and this is the journey of awakening this is the journey of healing this is the journey of consciousness of becoming conscious i spent so much of my life in christianity and I never grew my level of consciousness because I was always deeply avoiding my pain body for a start and deeply identified and attached with my ego, with my mind, with my sense of self, my identity. And Christianity completely perpetuated that. That was basically, in, in my view of it, what Christianity was teaching and what I was teaching as a Christian pastor and leader was teaching people how to be identified with an ego point of view based around this idea of spiritual connection and salvation with God. And I feel that's why the term God can be triggering to a lot of people and because it's caused so much damage because the, the name of God has been used in a way to keep people enslaved in their egos and avoiding their pain bodies, which is what's really keeping us disconnected from our energetic or our spiritual openness from really experiencing the divine, from really having our own soul embodied and really having our true purpose, our passion and our individual gifts fully activated and felt and embodied in who we are. And so being stuck in our egos or being unaware that we even have an ego or maybe even that we're a part of and have been conditioned or indoctrinated by collective egos, whether that being a subculture like in a religion like Christianity like I was or whether it just be the way society operates the way Western society is and all the agendas that are at place behind the scenes that have driven 
culture to be the way that it is or maybe it's a certain ethnic background that has certain values or certain traditions that you can't separate yourself from and there's these things that we attach to that our ego attaches to and the ego's number one goal is to thrive it's it's to live it's to be the boss it's to be king and so it doesn't really matter what it attaches to whether it's a spiritual belief whether it's a career whether it's money possessions a relationship whether it's food whether it's social media it'll just identify and attach with identities and roles and our past and our experiences and what we're thinking and what we've been taught to think in our belief system and it'll keep us believing that that's who we are that that's all there is to who we are that's all there is to reality and to go outside of that would be wrong or would to be evil or would be there'd be so much fear because there'd be so much rejection and abandonment because you'd be doing the wrong thing or you'd be doing something bad which is another way that this ego and this pain body is perpetuated so people are afraid to see their ego we're afraid it's like being afraid to see our deepest fears and this makes sense because this often leads either to a mini or a major kind of existential crisis when we realize that I've built my life attached to this identity or this set of values or this belief system and believing that that was the purpose of life and that that was what there is and that I had it figured out and then realizing that it wasn't and that there's so much more to life, there's so much more reality, there's so much more truth beyond the surface of the mind, of the ego and that there's so much to feel in life there's so much to experience and so much to become and that at the same time there's so much pain that has blocked us that we don't like to talk about have a look around the world how much mental illness there is how many diagnosis is there these days of all these health issues and problems and underneath the surface of all that is all this identification to our pain, which is the pain body, which has come from traumas. For most people don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about easy, quick fixes that aren't really helping us become whole, that aren't connecting us to love and to our truth, that are not lighting us up with an openness of energy to pure consciousness which allows us to really experience the life that we were born to live aligned and embodying our souls and this isn't really a criticism or a negative because if you wanted to live that way you were rejected by society in the past if you wanted to be sovereign and really embody your truth i mean just look what happens to people and how they become outcast take witches for example many witches and in my experience of connecting with witches are the most loving and empowering and spiritually connected people who whose motives are for good and for love and for the light and for the truth yet they have been rejected by society 
by the patriarchal system that has been at play, that has been intertwined with this Christian kind of premise of what is right and wrong and actually squeezed out people that want to actually drop into their hearts and drop into their truth and drop into their empowerment and actually connect with their soul. And there's been many people who have been persecuted, who have been martyred, who have been kicked out of their family or of their village or of their community because they chose to let go of their conditioned egoic mind to move through the pain body and the fear of feeling all that pain and to drop into their true selves. But the time and the age that we're in is different because there is a massive shift of conscious of consciousness happening collectively. And what that means is that more people are becoming aware of consciousness. More people are increasing their spiritual connection and realizing that it's not found in this belief system or in a practice or in a tradition. It's actually found beyond the mind and, and they're beginning to question things and they're beginning to ask deeper questions of themselves. And maybe it's got to do with the way that things have evolved so rapidly and has moved us so much more into our egos and into our and brought our pain bodies to the surface because we've lived such wildly, crazily, bitty lives where we're trying to avoid all this stuff. And now people are waking up at a higher rate. On the topic of the ego and the pain body, it's also interesting to look in a generalized way of looking at it in men and women, where men are more trapped in their egos and women are more trapped in their pain bodies and into their deep emotional pain. But what I've observed is that it's actually women who are awakening and becoming more conscious at a faster rate percentage wise than men are. And I've talked to a, a number of different people about this. And I think it's that connection to, or that sense of awareness of their pain that women have got that is like, I can't live with this anymore and I can't pretend to live in this bubble of how I've been trained and indoctrinated. I don't want to live in that bullshit. I want the truth and I want to get to my own heart and my own love and my own truth. And that is felt more easily because they're more in touch with their emotions, more in touch with their intuition the more in touch with their bodies, where us men have suppressed it more. So we're more in our egos and we're more attached to our sense of who we are, our identity and our achievements and our belief system and who we are and our possessions. And we're always trying to uphold that. And we don't want to ask those questions of who we really are. We don't want to feel what's been squashed and what's been suppressed. Whereas women are naturally more in touch with that so they're feeling it anyway and saying it's time to awaken it's time to connect with my truth i can't live with this pain anymore and we're all carrying it it's just different levels of awareness and readiness to let it go and to move then 
as we let it go, we can experience more of pure consciousness. We can experience more of the light. We can experience more peace, true peace, felt and integrated into our bodies, into our minds, into our emotions, into our energy system. We experience more love. We feel the wholeness of what real love feels like, which isn't a mental concept. It's not an emotion. It's an energy field that we get to connect with and be a part of. We get to experience this sense of confidence and expansion in who we are as a person. We begin to find ourselves. We begin to find our life. We don't have to live our lives running, pretending, holding up a mask of our identity, of our beliefs, of our attachments, trying to prove ourselves, trying to be someone, trying to have enough, trying to be enough. Instead, we're just connected to the timeless realm of presence, which is where the concept of eternity comes in. And so the more we let go, the more consciousness we experience, the more presence we experience, the more we bring that into who we are, the more we are able to make decisions based on that and also being connected to our intuition, to our higher self, which has this interesting relationship beyond time, whereas our minds are stuck in psychological time of past and the future, our hearts, our intuitions are connected to time in a whole different realm where it's, it's not linear time. And so that's why our hearts or our guts or our intuition often knows what's best for us more than our minds do because our minds are trying to understand it and rationalize it, yet our hearts know. And so we become more connected to that realm. And so the wall can't be pulled over our eyes that easy. You can't be so misled by a toxic relationship or a toxic belief system or a toxic culture that you might have been a part of or toxic opinions of others that are keeping you in your ego and in your pain because you're connected to your truth. Now you know who you are, you know what you want and you're ready for it. So wherever you're at listening to this, I hope that there's been something that, that you can see. Like what I started with, this can be a difficult thing to talk about because this letting go, it's not like, oh yeah, I'm letting go of that job, I'm letting go of that relationship, I'm letting go of that decision that I made and it's really just a mental letting go. This is a spiritual letting go. This is an energetic letting go. This is letting go of the mind altogether or of parts of it that you've been identified with. It's allowing yourself the peace of not having to have your mind running all the time so that you can be more in the present moment. And it's found through that realm of presence of being the conscious watcher, observer of the mind. And this is a process. And this is a process that I thought that I was going to fly through an ace, you know, in, in a few months, I'm going to have this really embody this consciousness or in a, at least in a few years. And I've been doing this for a few years 
and it's been about five years since I first read The Power of Now and, and started to experience this consciousness beyond the mind and it's still a journey. There are still aspects of the pain body coming up and they're coming up hard because there are things that have been so suppressed. And so some days I feel like so stuck in my head or trying to run away or stuck in this freeze and it's just an emotion that's coming up from the past. And I get to be able to bring awareness to that and be able to detach from that. And there is a bit of a process to go in that, which is different for everyone. I think I'm really stubborn. I know a lot of us are, but there'll be people out there for sure that will move through this process and just be ready to let go of the mind, of the pain body, and to be in their presence and to be conscious. And the amazing thing is, is, it, is the more we can jump into that unknown of letting go of the mind, and into that presence, into the present moment, the easier it is to let go of the ego and of our pain because we're not so attached to it in that state. And so it goes hand in hand, but it does cycle through. We all have different experiences and this is just part of the journey. And what letting go and increasing your consciousness really allows you to do is have a whole new perspective on life and on yourself and on others and on the way you see everything from your job to your finances to relationships to the way you view purpose to the way you find meaning what brings you contentment in life and it gives that whole new perspective because now you're looking at life through a different lens and you're more connected to yourself you're more connected with peace and love and with joy you're spending less time being exhausted by the suffering by the pain, by the fear that has been in your past, by all the expectations and all the things that you have to do to keep up with life as the ego has taught you how to. And you can be in your true self. So this really is an experience of jumping into the unknown, of what it would be like to just let go of that thought of the thinking mind even just for five seconds or 10 seconds. Maybe you'll get to the point where you can do it for a minute, for 10 minutes, for an hour, for days, and just see what happens in your life. You will know if you're being drawn to this and you probably wouldn't be listening to this if you weren't. So I wish you all the best on your journey of consciousness and I look forward to you tuning in down the track. So there we have it. Thanks for joining me on Welcome to Consciousness. My name's Michael Reed, and I'm here to help you consciously live and create your life. If you enjoyed this, please click subscribe and follow. There's a lot more to come. Also, if you could rate or review it, this would really help others find this show. Also, if you wanna share this with a friend or on your social media, please go for it. And if you have any questions about your journey, please reach out, I'll answer them directly or on the podcast. And lastly, if you want personal help, consciously living and creating your life, I've created a coaching program that helps you do just that. You can head to my website for more info. So thanks again. Have a fantastic day. Look forward to seeing you next time.